Hey, seasoned athletes, I'm Robin Leggett, and this is episode 76 of the Seasoned Athlete Podcast. Seasoned Athlete is your home for inspiring stories and motivational advice from competitive athletes representing a wide variety of sports who all share one common bond. They are all over 40 years old. We are here to prove one story at a time that age does not have to prevent you from achieving your bold athletic and fitness goals. If you like what you hear, I would love it if you would subscribe, share with your friends, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you love us, like really, really love us, you can support our ability to continue to bring inspirational stories to you by way of either a one-time donation or by becoming a monthly sponsor. Just go to seasonedathlete.me and click on one of the support season athlete buttons to help support this DIY independent podcast. This episode is part two of the ageless series. So in part one, we defined what it is to be ageless, meaning we are no longer chasing the fountain of youth. We are instead working on how to embrace our age to live an ageless life. So an ageless life means we move well, we feel great, we gain confidence through our activities and the way we live our life. And we're truly ageless. So that's that's what we're chasing after. Utilizing the knowledge and experience of our lives to live our best life, to move from feeling old to living bold. That's what being ageless is all about. And that's what this series is all about. So in part one, I took you through the first couple steps of my ageless method. So that is assess your priorities and get your body strong. So uh, if you want to know more about that, go back to episode 75. I go really deep on all of that stuff. But now we're on to the third step of my ageless method. And that is all about eating for athletic aging. So we're going to get into the nutritional side of things in this part of this series. So what does it mean to eat for athletic aging? Well, this is about fueling your body in a way that supports this ageless athlete lifestyle. So it provides you energy, it helps you feel good, it boosts your immune system, and it's all about your performance. So performance could be related to your day-to-day activities, or it could be performing related to your athletic activities, being an ageless athlete. So that's what we're talking about when it comes to eating for athletic aging. So um, as we get older, we tend to get a little more sensitive to the way our body reacts to when we don't eat as clean. When we're younger, we can get away with a lot more and not feel it. But maybe you share this experience, but this is this is how I feel. And especially as I continue to live a more active lifestyle. But I find that when I do, for example, drink alcohol, um, I find that I don't sleep as well. And I find that when I work out the next day, I don't feel as good in my workouts. Same if I eat a really, really heavy meal. Now that's not to say that you need to abandon all that completely because I'm all about realistic change here, but you may notice it and it's it's just a good thing to pay attention to, particularly as you age. So just the choices you make, you may find that your body is just a little less forgiving when you make these decisions. And so if we can really work on some healthy habits in our day-to-day life to support the lifestyle that we want to live, that's going to pay off 
when you go to sleep and you find you're sleeping better, when you get up in the morning and, or whenever you work out, that you find that you're more productive in your exercise, you're more productive in your day, you have more energy. So we want to make some small changes in our life that we can really practice on a day-to-day basis as opposed to big sweeping changes. That's a little harder. That's a lot harder to sustain. So I get that you have a busy life and I get that you have tons of responsibilities. I'm the same way. So again, that's why I am advocating making small changes if you are seeking to have more energy in your day-to-day life, more energy in your workouts, if you're seeking to boost your immunity, which I know at this moment of time, this moment in time is really, really important to all of us based on what we're dealing with in the world. So Instead of making big, big sweeping changes, which I know can be tempting to just cut out certain food groups or uh, adopt a restrictive diet, I want to encourage you to make smaller, more realistic changes that you can stick with for a longer period of time because it's really quite astounding what a difference even making small changes can make. So start small and work on building those habits in your life. Um, An example I like to use is like, do you think you were born just being totally okay with brushing your teeth every day? I know most of us don't remember being taught to brush our teeth because we were very, very young. But if you have kids, you know what's up. So that's not a habit that we all were just born with. We had to be pushed into doing it by our parents and you're pushing your kids into doing it or you did and you had to help them build that habit over time. But now you couldn't imagine going through a day without brushing your teeth, right? Or going hopefully twice a day, uh, without brushing your teeth. It's just something you do every single day. Well, that's what we're working on here when we talk about building sustainable, healthy habits to eat for athletic aging. So what should these habits entail? Well, the best way to make a decision about incorporating healthy habits into your lifestyle is to understand a little more about what you're putting into your body. Just getting some basic, basic knowledge if you don't have that already. So I'm going to give you a few tips that you can utilize to fuel your decision making. No pun intended, pun absolutely intended. Okay, number one, learn what macronutrients are. What are macronutrients? So take some time to read up on the differences between carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. Those are your three macronutrients. That's what your food is made out of. And each of those has a different effect on the body. Carbohydrates are generally where your energy comes from. Protein helps build your muscle and yeah, it helps build your muscles. And as you age, that's super, super important because we do lose muscle just by existing as we age. So it's super important. Protein obviously is really, really important. And fats are sort of the lubricant for our muscles, our organs, our organs need fats. So, you know, back in the nineties, it was all about low fat. Uh, and that's not really the way to go. We need everything. Um, I know there are some diets that involve extreme restriction of, for example, carbohydrates. But I'm going to encourage you again to take a measured, sensible approach to habit change, um, as opposed to big sweeping changes, especially if you're not used to it. Um, So avoid the urge to ditch entire macronutrients. We're not talking about these sweeping changes. Um, But just understand what they are and the role they play in your body. So just take a little time to get that bit of knowledge. It's going to be really helpful for you. 
Number two, and this is probably one of the biggest things that can make a difference in your life. Start reading your nutrition labels. Understand what they mean and the ramifications of certain things. And if there's one thing you can take away from this, it's understand, learn about added sugar. Um, If you can really get to know how much added sugar is in what you're eating, it's going to make a big, big difference. Um, Now, certain things have natural sugars. Fruits have natural sugars. So when you eat something that has fruit in it, you're going to see that it has sugar. But you may not see added sugar. You may or may not, depending on certain things. But if you're eating something and you look and you see that there's a bunch of added sugar in it, that's a red flag. Because we do, on the whole, want to reduce our sugar intake. Um, Because most of us are just eating too much. Um, And I'm guilty of that sometimes too. So a big change that you can make that may not feel like a big change is reducing the amount of added sugar you're taking in during a day. So I'm going to give you an example based on my life. So last winter, my daily lunch... And I often will eat the same thing every day. Like I'm totally fine with that. But my daily lunch was a sandwich and a bowl of tomato soup. Now that sounds lovely and comforting, right? But I wasn't really paying attention to, first of all, I wasn't measuring. I was just pouring it in a bowl. I had one of those big boxes of tomato soup. I was just pouring it in a bowl and eating that with my sandwich. And it seemed, you know, like a sensible meal. One day I decided to look at the label. And I saw that there were 14 grams of added sugar in this tomato soup that I was eating. And that's per serving. That's another thing you want to learn about is serving size. Because what you may find is you're looking at a label and you're like, oh, there's only this much added sugar, but that's per serving. And when you look at the actual amount of servings in the package or in the drink, you may be surprised at how much sugar you're actually taking in. So it's the amount of added sugar or sugar compared to the serving size that they have indicated, which may not be the same as what you're eating or drinking. So those are two big things that you can learn and you can make a big, big difference by understanding that and maybe making some changes right there. But anyway, I was eating this soup every day and I learned that there was 14 grams of added sugar per serving size and I was not measuring serving sizes. So I'm sure that I was taking in a lot more. So I made a decision. I was going to stop eating that soup every day. It was one thing, one change to my diet And that made a big, big difference. That cut my sugar intake dramatically. And I noticed pretty quickly after I didn't feel as heavy from my meals and I started to lean out, my body fat started going down. Just little things make big differences. So... If you, that's, that's one small thing you can do that can make a big difference. Start reading the nutrition labels of what you're eating and see where you can cut added sugar. It'll make a big difference. And then let me know about it. Let me know the difference it's making. So that's, that's another big tip. And then just focus on adding more whole foods into your diet on the whole. Start with adding the good stuff, veggies, big, 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 add some more veggies into your diet. And then you can remove some of the more processed foods. But I like to say add more before you take away. Um, And if you're looking for an ideal carbohydrate source, veggies are the thing. And then when you're shopping, when you're grocery shopping, try to shop around the perimeter of the store 
as opposed to the center aisles. The more whole foods are going to be in the perimeter and the processed stuff's going to be in the center aisle. So that's just a little grocery store hack that you can use to improve what you're putting inside your body. So that's just really the beginning, but I didn't want to overwhelm you with this. There's a lot you can learn. You can learn about plant-based diets and the benefits of that, but I didn't want to overwhelm you here. I just kind of wanted to get you started on some things you can do to implement some healthy habits and get you started on that path. So with all of this in mind, here's what you can do next. I want you, I encourage you to come up with one or two healthy habits that you can implement starting now, or come up with one or two habits that you're currently doing that you can change now. An example is, of course, cut added sugar. Eliminate one or two things that have a ridiculous amount of added sugar that you didn't realize and reduce or eliminate those on a day-to-day basis. There's like one food source. Um, Write those habits down to make them real and then practice them for at least the next month. Give yourself a chance. The key to lasting change is doing these small things every single day as opposed to doing big things all together all at once. That's not sustainable. You want to do these small things that may feel a little bit challenging, but not overwhelming. And it's possible you might realize they're not even a big deal at all. Not even one little bit. So give that a try. Small changes that you can implement. Changes that you're excited to start. And make a note of how you feel when you practice these habits. Are you uh, sleeping better? Is your energy level higher during the day? Are your workouts better? You know, how, how is all that changing with this, these one little habit, this one little habit or this one little change that you're making in your life? Make a note of it. Keep practicing. And if after a month you feel good, you feel like it's kind of starting to set in, maybe add another one or keep practicing the habit that you're, you've been doing just to really lock it down. Because studies show it takes at least 66 days for a habit to lock in. Um, so it's good to just keep going. Don't, don't think that after 21 days, life magically changes like so many of these challenges. It's not the way it works. It takes a little bit longer to so keep going. All right. So that's my advice to you. And those are my tips for you in regards to eating for athletic aging. I want you to keep following this series because I've got even more good stuff to pass along to you over the course of these coming episodes for the Ageless series. Thank you for listening to the Seasoned Athlete Podcast. The music you heard in this episode is from a truly ageless musician, Jason Achilles. Learn more about him at jasonachilles.com. Hey, seasoned athletes, Robin here. If you want to fast track your way to living an ageless life, I want to personally invite you to my upcoming Ageless and Awesome Virtual Summit taking place on Saturday, May 23rd at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific time. The Ageless and Awesome Virtual Summit is for women over 40 who want to gain confidence, overcome obstacles, whether they are race courses or in your life, and truly become the ageless athlete that you are meant to be. I've invited some of my favorite experts to share their knowledge with you on topics such as creating a simple and streamlined fitness routine that fits into your life. I've invited some of my favorite experts to share their knowledge with you on topics such as creating a simple and streamlined fitness routine that fits into your life, developing realistic and workable healthy nutrition habits, and implementing practices to help you face fear, reduce anxiety, and gain energy and vitality in your life. This is a day just for you. You'll get to connect with other women over 40 who are striving to live an ageless life, just like you. And you'll come out of this event feeling inspired, empowered, 
empowered and ready to embrace your agelessness. If this sounds exciting to you, which it should, go to seasonedathlete.me and click on the bar at the top of the page to get the full details, get to know the presenters, and reserve your spot. I'll see you at the Ageless and Awesome Virtual Summit on May 23rd. In the meantime, my fellow seasoned athletes, stay safe, stay strong, and be extraordinary.